All right, are we ready to rock? Episode yeah, 93. Let's do this. In the trail? In the trail. Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hi, my name's Dan Rhodes. And I'm Matt Haas. <laughs> you held your nose on purpose there. Um, I, I'm Dan Rhodes, and I am the I'm the second best podcaster in the world. Uh, and uh, today I'm the, the host of Miss Podcast, and this is uh, my good colleague Matt Haas. Thank you for having me. Uh, really glad to be here. <laughs> well, you're really like a beating up Mick Cross, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's difficult actually, but you know, it is what it is. Is that how I sound to you? I don't oh, know, yeah, it's kind you... of Ancudian by accident, but it's not meant to be. Oh, I'm ill, I'm ill, oh, I'm ill. Yeah, from Coronation Street. Um, but, alright, if you're going to throw a show like that, Hi, uh, I'm Dan Rhodes, uh, I want to be an actor, but will self-flight for the rest of my life. Because I'm a robot. That's more accurate. <laughs> feel bad now. That's alright. Well, you can say something bad about me. Um, no. I'll take the moral high ground. No, you can't. You've never taken the moral. Well, are you being me taking the moral high ground? Because I usually take the moral high ground. I think oh, I normally take the moral high ground. But since you're being me, but, you... but since I'm being you. Oh, okay. Yeah. How are you, uh, not Dan? I'm good. How are you, not Matt? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, well, am I okay? I think so. Um, I I'm not sure if you noticed, but I've uh, a lot of people have been commenting on my weight loss recently, Dan. <laughs> I've said for a while now you look, you've definitely lost a lot of weight since university I say that a lot well, I, I you've been going for runs in, in the last year I'd say yeah. Yeah. and uh, I saw my dad the other day for, uh, for the first time for a while for the first time for the first time <laughs> in North Yorkshire not me and our dads for, uh, we rarely do uh, trace them down but my um, my dad I walked like, I went to go in for dinner with my dad and I, we kind of he parked up at the same time as I did and we walked kind of walked to kind of meet each other I was like hey how's it going and he Genuinely didn't recognise me first. <laughs> do you reckon that's quite sad? It is quite sad, yeah. yeah. But do you think I look quite good at the moment? <sighs> yeah, as you flex your biceps. Yeah, my bicep. Uh, but, um... your bi- yeah. <laughs> you have a singular bicep. <laughs> one, one bicep. Do you have a, a sep. Yeah, I have a sep. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, my, my sep is ripped. Ooh, I mean, it's very painful. But like, uh, yeah, it's... Um, I think uh, I'm probably at the prime of my life at the moment, Dan. Living my best life. Uh, do you agree? Well, earlier we went for dinner and you said you were not living your best life and that you were sad. Was I? Yeah, you're always sad whenever we... You, you always have an ex- every time we've ever gone for dinner, you always have an existential crisis halfway oh, through. Yeah, but that's like typical my house. I mean, that's not, <laughs> not me being sad, it's just me being kind of world-weary, I think. Yeah. And I think generally I'm always world-weary. What do you think? You, you know me better than anyone else. What, what's your verdict? I think you... Am I sad? Am I, I think, sad? I think you overthink a lot of things. Oh, yeah, but I think that's just part of my my makeup, you know what I mean? It's like my DNA. But now I'm going to wonder We were that. walking the other day, and we were talking about something completely just just a normal topic, and then out of nowhere, we were, as we were crossing the road, you changed the subject and went, what's your favourite Queen album? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I told you in that moment that's some that, that's how I see you. And there was a logic to it as well. Like, yeah, yeah, there's nothing like my brain's always just gonna... completely just 
switched off and asked me a completely different question. Yeah. Because your brain was like, I wonder what Dan's favourite Queen album was. My mum does that as well. Like, my mum, she gets told off at work because she, uh, she, like, her brain is going at a thousand miles an hour and she assumes everyone is on the same page as her. Uh, so uh, she'll be like, uh, talking to one person, like, oh, um, you know, this person might have done X, Y, and Z. And she goes, what's your favourite butter? Uh, it's like, <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, but for her, there's a logic, but she assumes everyone else is catching up as well. But, um, so, yeah, uh, she can go from zero to 100 quite fast as well. But um, uh, today, though, we were walking uh, in Wimbledon, and uh, I, I think I did drop a clang on you, in all fairness. I think halfway through, again, mid-conversation, we were just talking about something like films or something like that, and I just went... I think I want a child. I freak myself out sometimes. I've been very broody recently, Dan. Yeah, you were saying that you want a child. Do you reckon, do you reckon we should adopt a kid? But not us, but like Miss Podcast should adopt a child. Can can a, corp- can a corporation... Can a podcast... Can a podcast... Can a non-physical... Can like a... I don't know. Can, can we? Do you have to be a person to adopt a child is what I'm saying? Well... Can you adopt a child... Can a parent... Can a company... Or a podcast, or whatever you'd call this, be a be a chat parent. That's a good question, and I don't think we're smart enough to answer it. So, if you know the adoption law, please email in at misspodcast@gmail.com. Or if you want to be adopted, like I think it has to be associated to a person. Like, like Microsoft oh. can't just adopt a child. Yeah, like Microsoft is my, is the parent. That doesn't work. Yeah, but I think us, we could be parents. Yeah, we could. I reckon you're a bigger parents. What, I think so. Do you, what kind of parent do you reckon I would be? Because I think I'd be quite fussy. I think you'd be a fussy parent. I'd be a mother hen, I think. Yeah. I I am going to be clucking all night long. <laughs> I'm going to be quite laid back. You'll be the distant dad. Yeah. You're going to be in your study. Uh, Tell them, making them call me sir. Yes, yeah. Now, that's a niche reference. Like, not no one will get, but only us two will. Because uh, we watched a sad documentary. Uh, but yeah, uh, then you'll ask for forgiveness after I do atrocities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, let's leave that there but like uh, get, right imagine like in te- uh, let's say 15 years time we both have families what kind of like uh, parent figure do you reckon I'll be like, exp- like give it like a life in the day of kind of a person family man I'd be as in in terms of your kids yeah how are my kids gonna act you wake up you see your kid pouring semi-skimmed milk onto their food I already you hate come downstairs, them. I hate them you slap it out of your hand you say, that's not soy, little bitch. <laughs> the child starts crying. But daddy, I, do, I like milk. You said, ah, 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 ah. Uh, Sorry, is my, my child King Minus? <laughs> yeah. Daddy, I want some serious King milk. It's hot and I want Weetabix. My child is you. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah, so your kids would obviously be vegan because I think you'd raise them in a vegan yeah, household because yeah, yeah. your girlfriend, your, your wife or whatever at the time, Will probably also or be husband or husband. Yeah, you never know if you do. <laughs> I don't know. I said to Dan, and this is this isn't a joke, and I don't mean this flippantly, but I genuinely considered my gender identity like last week as well. I was like, and I'll be honest, I listened to a lot of Ezra Furman and thought maybe I'm not a man. And yeah, so that's going on now. But I didn't want to tell you guys, but it happened. <laughs> Just a thought I've been having. I don't know. I think if I don't know, it probably says that I'm. Probably not gender fluid. Yeah, I'd say you know you're a boy. Yeah, I think I do. But that's not... I don't think that's helpful for the cause. People that don't... People that aren't... Yeah, people that don't know what gender they are don't make so many cock jokes in a day as you do. 
I think there's fluidity to be gender fluid and make cock jokes. Gender ambiguous. I don't know. You know what? I'm too stupid for this. So I'm just going to drink some Ribena and I'm going to just forget I've made those claims on the podcast, which I know family listen to. So, <laughs> What about whether you don't know if you're a boy or not? No, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I identify as a man, but I don't think, I don't identify as most men. Do you know what I mean? I don't follow the tropes of masculinity and I don't, I think I'm a different version of, I don't think, I don't know, well, let's, let's talk about it then because I, I don't think I'm like other men uh, and I don't, I don't identify as not a man, but I don't feel like I am a man. Do you know, does that make sense? No. I just don't think I'm a masculine guy. And, <laughs> okay, that's what you're I don't like lad culture. Yes. But I don't think that means that I'm not a man. No, that's know? not a gender thing. That's just a cultural but, thing. But it was, I still percolated the idea because I, I, I got a lot of things in my mind. I'm not sure if this can come across the way I wanted it to come across. I feel we Long story short, for Matt's family listening, he's had a sex change. <laughs> but he got scared halfway through. <laughs> so he's just kind of going with the you said, half and half. You said earlier today that I am easily convinced. Do you think that's true? I think that's very true. I think I'm easily convinced, for sure. But, for example, when I was, went to Dublin last year, I, um, they, they searched my bag and was like, oh, do you have any explosives in here? And I was like, no, but I'm such a people pleaser. I was like, I might do. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I thought I convinced myself I might have like explosives in there. I know I didn't, but I was like, I can if you want me to. I, I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> Would it make the job easier if I did? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I was like, because I'm never certain about anything. And I'll always over-explain stuff to the point that uh, I have to give you all the details. My exhibit A being the first 10 minutes of this podcast. So anyway, Dan, enough about me. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have got an email from an uh, anonymous listener who has called us out. By by us, I mean me. He's called me out. And he writes... Or she? We don't know. It reads... <clears throat> to whom it may concern. I listen to Mist occasionally whilst working out in my home gym. Slash shed. I find the engagement of the mind on classical mythological stories, whilst also exercising my mythological muscles, is rather therapeutic. However, it concerns me on episode 35, and this person's put a time code in, 53 minutes and 34 seconds, you erroneously attribute the term Pyrrhic victory to the slaughter of the women in the temple by Pyrrhus. This is an outright lie! Underlined as well. Underlined. Uh, do you want to read the rest of it? Or? A Pyrrhic victory originated from the victory of King Pyrrhus on Epirus. Epirus. One over the... Oh, what do you do? I haven't done Greeks in so long, you're already correcting me. Over the Romans at the Battle of Heraclea in 280 BCE. He is quoted as saying that after such heavy losses in his victory, one other victory would utterly undo me. It concerns me that a graduate of classics from a supposed university would make such an obvious <laughs> error, and without my previous knowledge, I could have fallen foul of this misfort- misinformation. I'm now concerned that much of what I've garnered from your podcast, <laughs> in, in quotation marks, <laughs> would be incorrect. Please don't make me fact-check each of your episodes. I will. It is worth noting, after you make this false assertion of knowledge, you then comment on how fascinating you are, and you are surprised as to how you have remained single. Yeah. I believe the above example it is sufficiently clear, with no further comment necessary. Ooh. Wow. Okay, so I think this that's the first. That's is the start of the email. Yeah, and this is they're calling you out. I'm not going to pretend it's me. Yeah, and it's not even you, you haven't written this as well. I haven't written this because no. I don't think you would listen back to our podcast. Yeah, but yeah. So the good point. So, Pyrrhic victory isn't 
um, isn't what I thought it was. Uh, it's apparently, uh, you know, that victory in Heraclea, which is, you know, that is good knowledge. And, good knowledge. And dare I say, thank you for emailing. Also, we're on episode 93 now. Yeah, I mean... So why is this person on episode 35? Catch the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but... Well, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for correcting us. We we said from the start, especially with Norse mythology, we don't know everything. And no. the, in all fairness, with the Pyrrhus victory bit, I my university lecturers taught me that as well. They uh, all my A level teachers did as well. So that is a, a lot of the things I got is from my teachers from information. And I realised certain things aren't necessarily true, or uh, like a QI truth where you think it, it's like a, a proposed truth, but it's not fully true. So it's and so I think that's one of those things. And I'm happy to say I was wrong. But so thank you for getting in touch. I yeah, sorry about that. And uh, but then again, I think it's a little harsh. Uh, you're saying that you know you wonder why I'm single and you point it out with and let's say viciousness there it's, it's pain painful but do you agree with the podcast I do agree yes wow instant alright and let me finish off the rest of uh, the email I also noticed following Dan uh, I also noticed on the following episode's intro Dan regales his own family's mythology through the goat wars can you uh, 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 in this tale he confesses to his family's necessary tribute to the goats so that peace may prevail Seeing as no reciprocal tribute from goats to Dan's family is mentioned, are we assumed to he, uh, his family has lost the war? Would we also draw from this that there is also a certain type of Maccabean goat perchance? I eagerly await your response. Yours sincerely, yours sincerely, anonymous listener. So Dan, talk about the goat wars. Well, the goat wars was way back on, I guess, episode 36, where I said that I had recently traced my own genealogy, <laughs> my own family's genealogy, um, back 70,000 years. And may I say this is a very deep cut. By the way, this is this is niche, and I love this. Uh, and uh, for anonymous listener, we do appreciate your uh, your while and uh, your wit in terms of your um, your deep cuts because I love it. But before we go, thank you for emailing in anonymous listener. Uh, although when you did email us, it wasn't quite anonymous because yeah, because uh, your email address has your name in it. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Noah. We really <laughs> thanks, Noah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, anonymous great. listener, <laughs> Noah. It's like that bit in Alan Partridge. Uh, he gets that anonymous email and goes, uh, "Oh, don't read this out because I'm com- it's a coming out letter as well." He goes, um, "Don't worry about that, Domingo from Lowestoft." <laughs> 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 anyway, um, well, thank you for getting in touch. And if you, if we have made any more mistakes, you want to call us out on, which we probably have, right? Probably, oh, probably, yeah. And this is weird that people listening to episodes ages and ages ago are going to start coming. In. It's a bit too late to correct some of them now because, oh yeah, that was like a year ago. Yeah, but, but uh, we appreciate. But the you. point is, we're che- we're making that point now. Yes, and we're happy to revise all those things. Uh, so when you get in touch with us at misspodcast at gmail dot com and email us, or if you wanted to. Uh, like Mike Noah did, uh, just over I mean, why, anonymous listener, anonymous listener, suggest other ways why you think I might be single, or uh, you know, just generally get in touch. But anyway, let's go and listen to uh, another instalment of the North Myth. Daniel, how are you doing? I'm good. Let's roll. I think we should read from the start to the beginning to the end. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. What a fucking novel <laughs> suggestion. All right. Right, Matt, so, what's today's myth? Today, we're looking at 
two old buddy boys, Cole, uh, uh, Thor, and, and Loki. Loki. Now we know a bit about Thor, and we know a bit about Loki. Let's see what kind of adventures they get up to. Uh, just a brief snippet. Who's Thor? He is the son of Odin. Yeah. Um, and he is the god of thunder. And rock and roll! Seven and he tall. has a hammer. Call me all know. Call me all know. We all know it. Yeah. We all know, they all know it. It's super crazy. And powerful. And Loki is... He is the god of mischief. And he is. And he's born between uh, a giant and uh, someone else. And also, he he raised a lot of monsters as his children. Yeah, his children are monsters. He also created But he there. lives in Asgard. Yeah. And among, he's actually born in Jotunheim, wasn't he? He was Jotunheim. actually born in the land of the giants. But he's a little bit naughty. He's like a bad... He's kind of likeable, kind of... He's like a bad boy of the... God. Cheeky chappy. Cheeky chappy. Cheeky chappy. And him and Thor, they're good buddies. Good buddies. Good buddies. Although, in the last episode, Loki did cut off his missus' hair, which is kind of weird. He did. But that's kind of like a, a harmless a prank, pan. isn't it? I think they're friends, because Thor did go to the land of the giants to rescue him. Yes. And, and also, he... But then again, Thor did threaten to break every bone in his body. <laughs> that's true. Fair enough. Uh... But yeah, that's I cool. think it was more like a oh, you know, oh, because did Loki yes or no give Thor his hammer? Yeah, and that's nice. Gave him something else as well. Anyway, let's find uh-huh. out. Well, let's find out. If, we'll, we'll discern from this myth if they're friends or not. So, Dan, you missed off. Yeah, Thor and Loki did one. Oh, one inch punch you. Go on then. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Is that how we prep now? Just one. <laughs> Thor and Loki did one day take leave of Asgard for the towering heights of Utgard, home of the king of the giants amid the cruel wastelands of Jotunheim. We've talked about this before. Jotunheim is the land of the giants and the palace where the king lives is called Utgard. And how would you get to Jotunheim from Asgard? You would go over the river Effling. Yeah, or... You have to cross the river, which is pretty dangerous. You're not really meant to do it. No, and they're not really meant to be in um, Jotunheim, Isn't it like a frozen river that separates the two? Yes. And you're not really meant to be in Jotunheim anyway because giants are... They're not. They're nasty. Uh, also, although Loki is from Jotunheim and his dad is a giant. Yeah, I think he has like a passport. And uh, Odin is half giant, so Thor is a quarter giant. Yeah, uh, but also, uh, you could also go on the World Tree and go through the Bifrost Bridge. You could, yeah. Uh, well, no, the Bifrost Bridge goes to Midgard. Doesn't go to Jotunheim. What? I thought you could. No, the Bifrost Bridge is just the bridge between Midgard and so, Asgard. So you have to. And go... from Asgard to Jotunheim is um, the the river Effling. I thought. How, how about the Yggdrasil then uh, can't you just travel there well you, you can travel like you can travel through the branches but either way you have to cross like alright that's it, it now I know they're going from Asgard to Jotunheim yep. and that would involve crossing the river okay. I think anyway I think you can go through Yggdrasil as well but I'm not sure coming late one night on the <laughs> earth to a lowly hut the two gods were warmly received by a small family noble in spirit yet desperately poor mm. unable to afford meat the hosts offer a vegetable soup yes. not knowing that their guests were something more than the ordinary travellers taking pity on them <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> taking pity on them Thor slaughtered Tangrisnir and Tagnostros <laughs> the two goats which pulled the thunder god's chariot through the sky okay well, it's nice it's oh, like oh man okay so uh, they're like oh we can't afford meat we're just lonely humans that eat vegetables want the vegetable soup want the vegetable he's like fuck vegetable soup I'd rather kill <laughs> <Damn>. the <pet laughs> goats wow, wow so he kills his own goats he killed his own goats because we know the Thor's good chariot is pulled by some goats uh, asking that they spare the skins and bones Thor and his company have their merry feast although Thaljri Thalfi the son of the host family secretly snapped one of the goats bones so as to acquire the marrow 
Oh, that's a bit naughty. Waking next morning, Thor strides over to the remains of his loyal goats and waves Molnir, the famous hammer of Thor, over the bones. For the goats were no mere earthly goats. For at the Thunderer's command, they return to life, ready to serve their master once more. Wait, hold on. That is some messed up psychology right there. So he's sacrificed the goats, and he's thinking, it's okay, in the morning I'll just bring them back to so life. So he uses his hammer and just brings it back. But that one that... One of them's not going to have a bone. Yeah. It just has a, his chest falling out. <laughs> nah! Nah! Yeah. Nah! Uh, but also, but like, that's kind of fucked up. I imagine, like, if you're a girl, and you're like, yep, I work for the Thunderer, uh, uh, and pretty cool. It's like, oh, pretty nice. We've just gone to a Jotunheim just for a bit of... Trouble? Uh, they're having vegetable soup, you say? Oh fuck! Not again! <laughs> Bam! <laughs> and then you're brought back to life. The re- and that's not good for loyalty. No. That's I feel I feel bad. But he can, it's good that he can sacrifice them to feed poor people. Yeah, and it means that they're not just dying for one-off. And no. But also, you can also solve a lot of the world's hunger with that. I mean, yeah. I'm a case by case basis. The god, however, soon noticed that one of his goats that had been brought back to life was lame in one leg since his bone had been broken by the boy the night before. Rounding on the family in fury, Thor took the boy on his journey as repayment. <laughs> it's a bit what? of Ganymede vibes. Okay, so instead of getting the bone back, he decides to just to kidnap someone. Oh, I love, I love Norse mythology already. It's great. When one no- when night fell once again on their journey, the travellers, so it's now Loki, Thor, and this random boy, Thajfli. T H J A L V I. It's like Alfi. Thajfli. 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 Every time it's a J, just do a Y. Thajfli. One night. One night, uh, when night fell once again on their journey, the travellers chanced upon a strange hall in the wilderness. Door as wide as the walls and possessed of many passages leading into it, the gods made camp for the night. Their sleep was not easy, broken by loud roars and tremors in the earth. Uneasy, Thor left the hall early in the morning and walked into the light. To his shock, he saw what had caused the noises in the night, a vast giant sleeping in the forest. Turning back, he realised that the strange hall his kin had slept in was in fact the giant's glove. So mighty in stature was he. Wow, so they were sleeping in a glove. They were sleeping in a giant glove. That's why the door was as wide as the wall, because it yeah. was just a giant opening. Roused from his slumber, the giant introduced himself as... Skirmir. Skirmir. That's nice. And offered to guide them to Ut- Utgard, even offering to carry their provisions for them. The gods agreed, relieved that the mighty Jotun... Jotun. Jotun was not hostile. So that's nice. Jotun means giant. Yeah. Uh, so, the meta-friendly chat. Everyone they met so far is really lovely. Night fell once more, and Skirmir began to snore loudly once again. This is a long trip, by the way. They've had several nights, like... Yeah. Thor turned to, to their bag for provisions, desperately hungry. To his rage, the giant had tied the knot tight. Too <laughs> tight for the god to undo. I like it. He's so strong. A couple episodes ago, he had a staff, and he broke several girls' backs. And, he didn't even have, and he's had a hammer and crashed, like, the world's largest giant And, and now he can't head. open a bag of... <laughs> can't open a bag of food. <laughs> it's like, imagine trying to open a jar of pickles, like, I'm yeah. a god of thunder, goddammit! The snore bored into their heads all night until the thunderer could tolerate it no longer. Taking up oh. Molnir, Thor smote down upon the middle of his crown, a mighty talisman which had conquered so many foes and laid bare so many citadels. The blow should have slain the giant outright. Well, hold on, hold on. So, so he can't open a bag. He's like, fuck this, I'm no, murdering this guy. No, he sn- the snoring was too loud. He, he murdered him. 
uh, trying to murder him. That's fucked up, right? Because, mm. like, I, I once dated a girl, and she said if I snored loudly, she couldn't, like, date me, and I'm a snorer then, and, uh, although that's not the reason why she didn't want to date me in the end. Mm. But, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's a big... That's a, like, imagine if you snored, and you can't control that, and he's a giant, so he's going to be loud anyway. You can't kill someone for that. Is that? No. Essentially, what happened, Skimmy has been a quite annoying person, like a little bit of an annoying guest. He, he's tied up the crouton bags and he also sleeps a bit loudly, but he's not being evil or anything like that. No. He's been really jolly as well. Yeah, he's been helping them. <laughs> so, would you ever murder someone? No. So he's snoring. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even finish the question. Yet. No, I wouldn't murder anyone. So he's snoring and the Thor's hit, his, hit me on the head with a hammer. Massive. And we know that does damage. Yeah. Skymir raised an eyelid for a moment, thinking a leaf must have fallen upon his head. Oh! Before once again falling asleep. Well, what a lad. He's like, you know, was that just a leaf? So Thor's just hit you over the head with a hammer and he's like, oh, something just fell on my head. Yeah. Oh, well. Also, he blew off someone's head the other day, a giant yeah. head. Growing angry once again, Thor raised his hammer high and smote the giant once again. An acorn... Ha- oh, well, you're going to do the voice of Skrimir. Uh, an acorn must have fallen on me, spoke the weary Skymir. Enraged, Thor drew upon all his strength and smashed Molnir into the giant's skull. Skymir sat up, bidding good morning to Thor. Good he ex- morning. <laughs> he explained that there must have been birds sleeping in the trees above him, for he thought he felt twigs and dirt fall upon him, falling on him in his sleep. Telling the gods that they were almost there, Skymir ran ahead to prepare a welcome for them, his massive frame soon carrying them to Utgard. Right, I love... Skymir is my favourite character. He's a lad. In, in all... Because <laughs> Thor tried so hard... All night, to... he's been smashing him in the head with his hammer, and the whole time he's been thinking... Just been thinking it's like a fly on his head yeah. or something. And I love it because he's so jolly. And he's just like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> Have you met my st- um, my stepson? Thor? Thor's going to be confused, by the way, because yeah. he's literally smashing giants' heads in all the time, and yeah. this giants just get up like it's nothing. I love that though. That's so sweet. Yeah. But also, Thor's a bit of a dick here, right? Yeah, he's been a dick, but kind of hilarious that it's failed. Yeah. Um, what also, we... this giant is massive though. If they were able to sleep in his glove. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, have you? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, pretty messed up. Uh, but anyway, um, they head towards Utgard. At last, reaching the mighty fortress, Thor, Loki, and Thaldjivi, Thaldji, aka the random the, boy, the, the, the lame boy, uh, and he's a human too. So he's out of his right. depth. Is it a human? Was yeah, because it, it was an giant. Earth, wasn't it? I thought it was a giant. I thought it was two humans on Earth. I think it's giant, right? It's a giant family. Is it? Is it? They're in Jotunheim. They're Jotunheim, aren't they? They're in Jotunheim. Yeah, so I assume it's a giant family. It's not human. No, they're saying Utgard is a, is amid the cruel wastelands of Jotunheim. But that's where they're heading, right? They're in yeah, Jotunheim. I guess, but I, I suppose... No, they're not in Midgard. I wondered if they'd gone via Midgard. No. It was interesting to know if they're human or not. I, I, I this whole so. time assume they were. No, 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 for sure, no. I bet you're fiver. Maybe, maybe you're right. I just thought, because the whole time it said Earth. But I think you might be right. Well, hold on. Let's look at the facts. If they must, He must be the same size as Thor and Loki, because if it's in the giant's glove... Right? Mm, yeah. That doesn't mean he's not human and he didn't, wasn't a Midgard, but he's certainly the same size as them. Okay. So that's the important bit, right? Yeah. That's all we need to know. Maybe he's a bit dweeby. I think he's skinnier and less powerful. They're going to be more muscular. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, like, in terms yeah. of... It's not a giant. You know, it's not, no. not tall. No. Okay? Solved, okay? Okay. Cool. Either way, Thor, Loki, and this boy. And Thalfi. Th- 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 <laughs> um, yeah. He sounds like he's got a lisp all the time. 
Um, crept through, they crept through the, the, the great, through the grating into the vast hall, whereupon they were welcomed by Utgard Loki King. By Utgard Loki, is that right? That's his name, yeah. So not Loki, but Utgard Loki. Maybe like uh, Loki, but and he was the king of the Jotun and the master of Utgard, proclaiming loudly how puny their zeal were compared to the Jotun. The giant king challenged the gods to beat them at any event. Loki, the trickster, stepped forward, boldly claiming to be able to outheat any amongst them. Now, I like Loki, because uh, he and I are of the same ilk, because I could out-eat anyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm the master of the competitive eating society in uh, my second year at uni, so uh, Loki was there as well. Uh, I, I ate a Mitra pizza. Nice. Pretty, in ten minutes. A Mitra pizza? Yeah, it's quite... Before I was vegetarian. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you reckon you would do quite well in the eating contest? I reckon I could do alright. Do you reckon one of the contests is that they have to punch a ball to death? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Nodding in assent, Utgard Loki uh, sent forward the giant Logi to challenge him. A vast banquet was laid and set in a trough, and the match began. God and giant ate quickly, and soon met in the middle of the trough. Having devoured all of his food, Loki felt sure of victory, but to his dismay, saw that Logi had not only eaten all his food, but had consumed bones, plates, and the trough too. So the giants claimed their first victory. 1-0. 1-0. Shocked, but not beaten. This time, young Thialfi stepped forward, claiming to claim that no giant was such a runner as he. The giant Hugi... <laughs> <laughs> they have Logie and Hugie. Yeah, yeah. They sound like 70s Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't out dancers. Staying the giant. Staying the giant. Uh, the giant Hugie accepted the challenge and the race began. But obviously, if one's a giant and one's tiny in stature, that's quite. That's quite. Yeah, you're going to lose. Yeah. The Elfie ran swiftly, more swiftly than any man has done since. But upon reaching the halfway line, saw to his horror that Huki had already finished. They raced once again, and again, but each time Thialfi was easily beaten. 2-0. 2-0. Utgard Loki turned to Thor and asked what task he would stake. Thor proudly stated that there was no other who could drink such as he. The king sent for a drinking horn and said yes to the God of Thunder. It was like really stupid. It was like in Norse. It was all in like Norse. Okay. It was like, it didn't make any sense. Let's just talk about them. So they're losing 2-0, so they had an eating contest, they ran, and... Now Thor's going to try and drink them. I think... I mean, he's a very strong guy, so I don't know why like, you could do literally anything else. Because I like the elf, he's like, actually doing an event, like sports, but the four and Loki like, eh. I can eat and drink a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pigs, absolutely. I like Loki and Thor. Yeah. Hey, man, what's your strength? Well, I eat a lot. All right, well, I can drink a lot. Do you know what's happened? <laughs> They've just taken them for a free ride here, haven't they? It's like, yeah, I bet I can eat so much. I bet I can drink all the things too. Yeah. It's, all, it's like, yes, we'll pay for it. Bed and breakfast and everything. <laughs> yeah. That's how the giant sound. Um, Thor looked at the horn, which did not seem too big to him, though quite long. Putting it to his lips, he drew breath and gulped like never before. Looking at the top of the horn, Thor saw to his rage that the level had barely dropped. He tried once again, and again, and made the level of liquid just fall just enough to be noticeable, but no more. Laughing hysterically, the giants offered some easier tasks for four. <laughs> the king sent out his own cat, 
asking if Thor was strong enough to lift it. <laughs> okay, they're taking the piss now, aren't they? <laughs> now, Thor, you must de- uh, defeat our greatest warrior, Mittens! <laughs> <laughs> the strongest of all gods, and wearer of a belt which granted him hyper-strength, Thor felt he could at least do this. Heaving with all of his divine might, the cart arched its back and eventually lifted just one paw off the ground. Laughing roundly at the god's effort, the king issued his final challenge. After Thor proclaimed that he would readily wrestle any of the Jotun, Utgard Loki sent forth his own nurse, a lady bent with extreme age, to spar with the god. The two struggled and strained, and the withered lady... (laughs) The withered lady brought the thunderer down onto one knee. Humbled and humi- uh, utterly humiliated, Thor and his party stormed out of the fortress. So, they they kind of... Uh, like, 4 nil really, isn't it? Yeah. And he got, he, he he got beat by a wet nurse. The wet nurse is, like, so strong. The giant, hey, hey, Maple, what a fight! Okay, I'll get you some... And the giant's just this huge that yeah. they're just, like... Squish, like they're just so the gods aren't they're there. absolutely enormous, though. I'm they're like unbelievably huge, yeah, yeah. But then again, it's kind of quite embarrassing. I mean, you can fit in their gloves, so these, yeah. these are big boy giants in Newt God, yeah. But still, we've met giants of all sizes, haven't we? Yeah. But this one is massive. Like Fialfi, it's a tiny giant. Once in the wilderness again, Thor saw Utgard Loki approaching him, telling the giant that he had shamed him. Thor was appalled with himself. The giant, however, smiled and explained. Skymir had been him all along, and when he had bound their provisions, he had done so in iron, and when Thor had struck him, he had struck the earth itself. So, what, uh, so Skymir is actually the earth. Oh, I like see. Like an embodiment of the earth. So, like, he's, he, he is an ethereal thing. Yeah, so it's like the, yeah, yeah, it's like supernatural. So he's basically been hammering the floor. Yeah, basically. Gotcha. Pointing out three large canyons on the wilderness, Utgard Loki showed the gods his folly. So he's actually been making canyons in the... Whilst Loki was indeed a swift Ah. eater, his opponent in reality was fire, which devours all in its path. So it's quite a metaphysical thing. So these giants aren't giants. They're like supernatural beings. beings So he was... uh, Skymere was... It's like a physical representation of earth, fire, and yeah. And that's why all the things that hit Skymere to begin with are all natural things. Exactly, yeah. Whilst Falafeli was indeed a powerful runner, his opponent was in reality thought... Swifter than anyone else. Okay, that's a wanky one. That's a wanky that, one, yeah. yeah. Thor, though a formidable drinker, failed to see that the other end of the horn was the ocean itself, impossible for a man to drain. I don't know, I could. The king's cat was in reality the world serpent, Jormungand, so vast that it can encircle the world and take his own tail in his mouth. For more about him, please click here. <laughs> <laughs> As How do you pronounce that? <laughs> As for the ancient lady with whom the god had wrestled, she was old age herself, which overcomes all. Congratulating Thor on managing to raise the cat's paw and being forced onto one knee by old age, Urgard Loki departed, warning the gods never to set foot on his lands again. Thor had been tested and humiliated, but he had learned valuable lessons. Do you know what? That's the most... Greek Norse myth we've had, you know what I mean? It's the like closest a, we've had to a Greek myth. Because like they've had drinking and they've uh, eating and, and running. He, yeah, and they're very much like a, and there's kind of a, a not a shitty moral at the end, but very much like it ah, it was old age all along. It's like come on, mate. Like, come on, mate. Yeah, but it's a nice. It's like what's quite nice about it means that even the gods are quite fallible. You know what I mean? They've been tricked. Yeah, and they've been taught like, oi, I, this I, is your one-off lesson. Like, don't come back here. I 
I'm a bit sad that we didn't get more out of Loki, to be honest. I was hoping for more trickstery. Uh, but I kind of like... I think he's been tricked. I think the whole point is the whole time they're like, oh my god, where are our depths here? Mm. So um, the, the giants have kind of kicked That out. makes sense as to why we were confused he couldn't kill him with a hammer, though. It's because it wasn't him in the whole time. Like, there was something yeah. going on there. Wait, I like it, because this is... Is that the start of why Thor doesn't like Jormungand? Because that's the cat's paw? Maybe. Or is it a representation of that? We'll find out in another episode, I guess. <sighs> Sounds like you're really interested. Sorry, big yawn. Um, so, uh, we're going to go and rank this episode now. And hope you um, concur with our answers. Right, how do we work? Rank the little potency. How do we rank these myths? We do it um, by uh, finding four categories, uh, which are life skills, morals, creativity, and WTF, and giving them a mark out of 100. What? And then divide it by 10. So, uh, we. <laughs> no, okay, just a bit of whimsy for you there. You are so not impressed. Dan has his arms crossed. And... I didn't even hear what you said, I was thinking about other things. What, what are you thinking about right now? I don't know, just thinking about stuff. What? What are you thinking about? Just thinking about Mother Sonia I had earlier, how nice it was. Alright. Just thinking that maybe it's going to rain later because that cloud's pretty grey. You're doing a podcast, focus! And also, when I tell. Is it. Right, when I tell you a funny joke and you don't respond, is it because you weren't paying attention? Yeah. Is that like... No, well, no, no, most of the time it's because it's not funny. You make me laugh a lot outside of the podcast, and I know that you upsets annoy- you. Yeah, it really annoys me, because I'm quite a funny guy, but on the podcast, Dan seems to climb up and not laugh at my jokes. Because usually most broadcasters will be like, hey, they'll ask you questions and laugh at stuff which isn't really that funny. Uh, but when I'm with Dan, he's like, nope, nothing's going to fly by me. Oh yeah, what do you mean? Like, if you know, if if you were to laugh, it would be a bit more of a sociable. You podcast. have made me laugh on the podcast. Yeah, before. but like, it's hard work. You have made me laugh outside the podcast. You do make me laugh a lot. Yeah, which is really annoying because uh, like I'm trying to be myself anyway, and also I say a lot of unbroadcastable things. But anyway, Dan, that we so let's talk about life skills. What are the practical things we've learned in this episode? Uh, we have learned how to kill a goat, kill a goat, Bring and go back to life. Yep. Also, what was resol- did Thielfi go back to his family? <laughs> we didn't get any resolution there. <laughs> I think he's just been taken. I mean, he didn't have stories to tell though. I mean, he's just from a peasant farming family. Yeah. They'd have been like, "Oh, how was your time with those two men?" Because I didn't know they're gods necessarily. Yeah, yeah. How was your time with those two men? He'd be like, "I just had the craziest week." Yeah, like, and also, why did he steal a bone? Yeah, what happened to that goat? Was it just lame forever? Yeah. See, as an animal rights advocate, I'm going to be very annoyed. Uh, I'm called Peter in the past, but. But yeah, I find it, yeah, we didn't get any resolution. And also, yes, they ate very well for one night, but they also lost their son, but I'm not sure if they give a shit. Uh, we don't care. We learned how to make vegetable soup. Learned how to make vegetable soup. How to make meat. We learned how to... Bring stuff back to life. Eat. We learned how to drink. We learned how to wrestle a cat. We know how to wrestle an old lady. <laughs> I already knew that, in all fairness. That's my hobby. Yeah. Um, also learned how to, yeah, run, drink and eat. Uh, also learned... How to cast uh, tricks. Uh, how to humiliate people? How to humiliate people? How to to make me- no, no to moral. Moral is how to make metaphors and stuff like that. Uh, uh, we learnt how to travel. Yep. We also learnt how to travel provisions and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm, I think it's all right. It's pretty good. It's a mixed bag. Lots of sports. Lots of uh, physical stuff. Yeah, there's running. There's drinking. Drinking. Wrestling. There's- I'm going to say a healthy seven. Maybe an eight? I think a seven. Why not eight? It's not as high as an eight. 
Y la ves. Ay, no. I was, I was gesturing if you do morals, but yeah. Oh, that, that as well. Mo- moral. Morals. Moral things. Look, there's a big moral here. Even the gods are fallible, and even they can be tricked. And don't come into someone's house and be a dick, because they will trick you and make you look like a fool. Because they were getting cocky, the gods are cocky, and this put them in their place. That, that, that happens quite a lot, actually, doesn't it? You go to someone's house and behave like a dick. Um, you can't, I guess the morals are, I think it's quite high for morals, so if you can't out run fort, you can't best time, you can't um, beat fire, you can't drink the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Although they did say he made it, the level drop slightly. Yeah, but I mean... So he would have to... That's still a lot. Yeah. Imagine drinking that much beer, though. That's quite nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, beer. I really want a pint. Can I, can I drink on the podcast one time? No, yeah, of course. Oh, wicked. Should we do it in the pub later? No. Oh. Is that because you want to talk to your friends? Yeah. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm going to be the weirdo in the corner going, oh, oh, what's your favourite podcast? And, like, and do interviews. Um, what other models? Uh, learn the power of friendship. Learn the power of friendship. Don't, uh, don't abduct people. Yeah. Uh, or if you're going to give someone a feast. Uh, he was nice, though, to give them meat. That was nice when yeah. he sacrificed his goat. But I don't think it's good on the goat morale, I'd say. Yeah. I'm going to say, Dan, it's quite high, I think. There's lots of different things going on. I think there's one big thing going on. Don't trick but, people. But let's... Well, there's lots of different... Yeah, don't I think get there's cocky. Lo- there's a lot of nuances here. Yeah. I'm going to say an eight. What are you feeling? I think it could be an eight. Maybe a nine. I'm with you. No, I think eight. But then again, morals really gets both like nine, ten. You know what I mean? What does it take to be a nine or a ten? Do you know what I mean? I have to take lots of really profound morals. Like, we've learned that love is... The most important thing forever. We've learned that in order to be powerful, you have to sacrifice. Do you mean there's like things that have happened? Yeah. Well, eight's fine, right? Okay. Yeah. Creativity. It's quite so, creative. The fact that they were uh, supernatural beings the whole time. Yes, that's quite cool. Uh, I didn't actually see that coming as well. No, I didn't. And yeah, uh, I was suspicious as to why they were doing so badly, considering they're super strong. Bear in mind that Thor smashed some giant skulls all the time. Yeah. Uh, I think that. Uh, but also, I think it's quite cool that Thor, when he hit the ground three times, made three canyons. That's pretty cool. But, uh, then again, Skyrim is Sacrifice my favourite. Sacrifice the goats is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, is it? I think that's revolting, then. Uh, no, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's... Uh, I don't know. It's just nice to see Jotunheim. It's nice to see... There's not tons to it, though, is there? No. Maybe a five? I think a five. I think it's pretty down the middle. I don't think it's any more or less creative than anything else. But WTF, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here. Uh, the fact that Skyrim didn't die three times. Yeah. But that's obviously uh, they they fought fire, yeah. old age, the ocean, that's and pretty, fought. Yeah, that's, that's pretty messed up. His goat's now fucked up because he's got no bones in his leg. Yeah. Oh, and someone wants to steal a marrow for no reason <laughs> as well. And uh, also, they didn't care about the kidna- the kidnapping of the son. It was kind of weird. Yeah. A kidnapping of yeah, that is weird. and they didn't care about it either. No. Or I suppose they didn't care about it. Um, not no gore, technically, but there are yeah, there's still it's, violence. I like, yeah, I think it's cool that he fought an old lady. Yeah, and the cat, the cat like, that's yeah. pretty random. Pick up my cat, then he's like, oh come on, this must be easy. Oh, I can't even do that. There's gonna be a pun, a cat Norse pun as well. Nope. Right. Also, do you not find it weird that when they were like, ah, instead of picking up the cat, you were actually holding up Jormungand, the giant... That's Loki's son. Yeah, that's weird. 
It's like he, he just disowned his kids, hasn't he? Because they're messed up. <laughs> well, I... Because I... I think we're going to hear about Loki. Loki's going to be in myths where he is battling his children. That's yeah, weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. That is very interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one questioned that. He's just like, no, oh, that kid... You know what? Loki... He's like the Joker in the Dark Knight. You know what I mean? He just loves to set fire to the world. You know what I mean? Is that a good... That's not a good reference at all. It is a good reference. He's, he's, a good joke, he's more of just like a cheeky... No, 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 but I think he likes to... Well, especially with Ragnarok, he just likes to set fire to things. You know what I mean? He likes to fuck things up a little bit. I think he's just the Bart Simpson. You say I Bart Simpson, a, I say Joker. I think of him like a lovable rogue. That just happens to have really crazy children. No, but then again, he, children. Just, he just turns back on the gods at the end, though, doesn't he? Oh, he does, yeah. That's what I mean now. But in this particular mess okay, we've yeah, seen, like, sure. at this stage... Yeah, on early onset. Yeah. <laughs> and I do think him and Thor are friends. Yeah. Because they're going on nice little adventures together. Yeah, BFFs. Yeah. I like us too. Yeah. Who, who, out of us two, who's Thor, who's Loki? You're definitely Thor. I'm definitely Thor, right? Yeah. Why? Why am I Thor? Don't know. You're definitely Loki, I yeah, thought. Exactly. Like you're, I think you give less of a shit. Yeah. And I feel I try harder. Yeah, definitely. And I feel I can drink more than you. Yeah. And I have a red beard. Yeah, we're a bit. And a hammer. Oh, I have a hammer. <laughs> anyway, anyway, WTF. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, no gore per se, but there's a lot of WTF moments. Uh, so I'm going to say seven, I reckon. I think seven. I was yeah. going to go seven. Boop, 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 boop. Seven plus eight plus Let five plus seven. Let me do the maths. Doing the maths. Fifteen uh, plus... Uh, 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 27? Uh, 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 doing the maths. Stop banging in the maths. Twenty-seven. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as Dan and I have. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, as we've already said, uh, email us at gmail at mythpodcast at gmail.com. Like Noah slash anonymous person did. Yep, we won't tell your identity unless you do want us to. And if we have got anything wrong or want to add something that we simply missed off, get in touch. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, you can also get in touch with us on our Misfits fan page. You can just search for that on the Facebook group. Uh, or you can follow us at Miss Podcast at, on Twitter and Facebook. But mostly Twitter for updates and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you can uh, hear about upcoming things we've got going on. You can also leave us a five-star review uh, on Woo! iTunes. And also you can uh, donate to our Patreon. Dan, can you plug my tour, please? Uh, Matt is currently on tour. He's going to... Or he's... Yeah. Wimble- his next ones are going to be... Wimbledon. Yep. Brighton. Brighton. Whitstable. Cambridge. Uh, no, no, Cambridge. Cambridge. Uh, uh, we are missing out Newcastle on the 5th of March. Basically... Just go on his website, which is madhousecomedy.com. Yeah, and there's a page called uh, about the tour show. You can go about the tour show. It's called Here Comes Your Man. It's about the last year of my love life, and I'm going to say it's really funny. And Dan's going to see it soon, and it'll be great. Come on to the... Uh, the London one's going to be very special. Also, I'm doing it in my hometown in Richmond. On... Are you blowing your nose during my plug? <laughs> That's Carol. That's so distracting. Oh, is that what you think? Rank. No, I'll just wait, you know. you. Yeah, obviously, I mean, so much I really food. had a... I really was getting some runny nose. I could have... You could have waited. No, I couldn't. It was runny. Hold on. Come see my tour. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are online. And please buy in advance as well, because if you... That makes me feel a lot less uh, insecure about my life choices as well. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I've been Matt Hoss, uh, and... Uh, this has been... Dan, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but I think this is... Today, it's been a Pyrrhic victory, I feel. It has. What is a Pyrrhic victory, Matt? I fucking know. The fuck can I find it? Yeah. yeah, what? Only lame people who email in to a stupid podcast will know. Anyway, 
Thank you for emailing in and lots of love to you. See you very soon. Bye! Bye. This will be episode, um, well, why don't you click on it, mate? Episode 93. It's episode 93, mate. 93. 93, the year we were born, mate. Oh, no. knackers. Uh, what? I can't do Australian. What What? What? What accent can I do? You can do, Geordie. Oh, Belfast? Uh, Belfast? Northern, Northern Ireland is really... Northern Ireland? Northern Ireland. Ours and ours. Call it up. From the RRA. <laughs> Jerry Adams. <laughs> but seven islands oh um Ireland. Yeah, the soft vocals of Ireland. Irish Irish fairies. It's a lot more beautiful. Mm. Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh, uh, I know Scottish pretty well. Which what part of Scotland do you want me to be from? Can you do your my version of Mamir? A Mamir. Oh, yours is quite a nice one. Hello, I'm, I like Mike Myers. Eh? That's not how I sounded when right, I did well, my I can't remember. It's a long time ago. My mirror was like this. Ah, uh, my like I sound like Pyro. <laughs> my mirror, eh? I've got one eye on the prize and the other. Just give me the prize! <laughs> <laughs> Earlier today, you said I good, had a good Freddie Mercury voice. Yeah, That's I was joking, true. obviously. Oh. That's a shame. Did I mean to click on that? Did I mean no. to click on that? That's the one.